Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, May 28th, 2021. So, did you do the crossword? You betcha. And what do you think? I thought it was a great puzzle. Mm-hmm. It was a good Friday puzzle, good challenge. A little more of a challenge than I'm used to. It mm-hmm. took me a little longer. How, uh, how long? 4308. Hmm. Took me in just over an hour, an hour and 38 seconds. Uh-huh. So, which is a, it's a little bit longer than it usually takes me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I had some, some real um, challenges, mm-hmm. but I persevered and made it through and got it all filled out. Yep. I, I had to dig everywhere. Mm-hmm. I found, what, what was your hardest part? Well, it took me forever to find 40 across vice, in quotations, vice principal, who was Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then I still don't quite understand, you know, why vice in, in uh, quotes. quotes means Dick Cheney, but well, <laughs> anyway, that's, that one was a challenge. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 33 across, that whole middle section, that was kind of the last part I filled in. Mm-hmm. The 33 across movement to reduce frivolous lawsuits was tort reform, right? which I had heard of, but I didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. Now I know. So now you know, yes. I learned something. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, that was, that was uh, challenging for me. Right. But, uh, but still, I... Uh, enjoyable solve mm-hmm. yeah I had I had trouble in just about every corner it, it, I, I, I had trouble getting a toehold the start um, I'm not even sure where I did start but it was nowhere near the top left corner um, the the top right corner uh, got clean eight eight across I had washed me too which didn't didn't help very no, much it didn't work but because um, then with, with washed for 10 down, bit for a fortune teller, I thought, oh, it's got something to do with seances. Oh, In fact, because uh-huh. seances fits. Mm-hmm. But it was not seances. It no. was tea leaf. Tea leaf, yes. So, um, mm-hmm. and then, and then um, models make up often eight yeah. down. I had no idea. You know, I'm thinking of a model as in someone who who wears clothing and, 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 and displays clothing. It's just like, I don't know what their makeup's like. I thought, did they want a brand? Mm-hmm. Or or did they want some sort of a style of application? But it turns out it was balsa. Yep. Model, that kind of a model. Yep, different model mm-hmm. there. Uh-huh. So that was that was sort of cute. Uh-huh. Um, nine down and 11 down in, in, in the washed. So nine down was is for more, question mark, and that was R. R. Yeah, I thought that was a funny clue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And eleven down, nineties um, groups. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think of some like some rock groups or something, but it turns out it was honor rolls. Uh huh. That was that was good. Yeah, that was good. I was thinking like, oh, was that Generation X or Y or Z or mm-hmm. who, who were the nineties groups? Or millennials, that's what I was thinking of. But right. Turned out to be honor rolls. And did you know the first name in the Supreme Court? I did, because they use that clue many times. Really? And okay. it's always Elena Kagan. Okay. Not Brett? I no. Brett <laughs> no, Kavanaugh? I've never, I've never seen Brett. 
One day, Brett, your time will come. Uh-huh. Or Amy. Now we have Amy. Mm-hmm. So, but no, it's almost always Elena. The the top left corner I also found to be a struggle. Um, 19 across. Woman's name that sounds like two letters of the alphabet. Essie. E-S-S-I-E. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you know anyone named Essie? I don't. I See, know a Tessie. I don't think... I don't think anyone has ever been named Essie. Mm, I think they have. I think so, they have. But you don't know anyone named but Essie. I don't know anyone. I, I don't know anyone named Essie. So, so, listeners, if you know, if you happen to be named Essie, or if you know someone named Essie, drop us a line, crossword podcast at iCloud.com. We're gonna we're gonna see whether or not Essie is just just how common that name is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else was interesting here. 27 across, gay rights pioneer Marsha P. Johnson, for one, was a trans icon. Right. Did you did you know that? No, no. And that that was in that area that I just had a lot of trouble with. Mm-hmm. I eventually got trans. And so I was trying to think of a, like a noun that started with trans other than transsexual because it didn't fit. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So I was thinking a transient or something like that, but it turned out to be trans icon. Right. It's so. interesting because I had the icon and then had to sort of work backwards to get the trans. Uh-huh. Uh, 46 across. Isn't that strange? So I had the D coming out of 38 down didn't just excel on aced. So I had D, so I thought, oh, it's odd because that's, you know, odd, strange. And so I had, I decided it was and I had the H-U-H at the end, at least I thought I did, so I, I thought it was O-odd, huh? Um, but it turned out it didn't... How odd, how, huh? Yeah, no, it was O-odd, huh? Which was just even hard to say. Yeah, that's but it was pretty odd. But it was weird, huh? Uh-huh. And weird, huh, sounds, sounds better. Much. Um, and... Were I, you know, doing this last night when I was somewhat fatigued, I could not easily. I, I eventually got it. Come up with a word with hold or holy, mm-hmm. and the answer was water, right. hold water or holy water. Mm-hmm. So I was just, you know, sort of fighting through the fog to get all of these. Uh-huh. Um, Sixty-one across leaves a grave impression, perhaps etches. Yes. Uh-huh. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I get, I guess, so they're what, they're referring to a gravestone? Well, um, yeah. Because you how, like. That's how you, how you put a name on a gravestone, you etch it. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. All right. Well, I think we've covered, I mean, this. there were a lot of clues that we could talk about in this crossword, but it is Fun Fact Friday. Oh. <laughs> so I think we should move on to Fun Fact Friday. Okay. So Fun Fact Friday um, harkens back to Wednesday's crossword, where we had the clue four down, inventor Boykin, who helped develop the pacemaker. And the answer was Otis. Uh, you may recall, uh, readers, that at some point, I thought it was Otto, O-T-T-O, but in fact, it was it was Otis. So here are a few fun facts about um, about Otis here. African American inventor Otis F. Poikin's work on improved electrical resistors made possible the steady workings of a variety of now ubiquitous electronic devices. 
Variations of his resistor models are used around the world today in televisions, computers, and radios. Most notably, however, his work enabled control functions for the first successful implantable pacemaker. Boykin was born in Dallas, Texas on August 29, 1920, to parents of modest means. His mother was a homemaker and his father was a carpenter. He graduated from Fisk University in 1941 and got a job as a laboratory assistant, testing automatic aircraft controls. In 1944, he moved on to work for the P.J. Nielsen Research Labs in Illinois. Shortly thereafter, he started his own company, Boykin Fruth, Inc., Boykin pursued graduate studies at the Illinois Institute of Technology from 1946 to 1947, but unfortunately he had to drop out when his family could no longer afford to pay tuition. Undeterred, Boykin began working hard on inventions of his own with a special interest in the emerging field of electronics. While working as a consultant in Chicago, he came up with several variations in the resistors that were commercially successful. A resistor is a crucial electronic component that impedes the flow of electrical current. Normally, a resistor is designed to have a specific amount of resistance, depending upon the type of task or device it is designated for. Typically, a resistor is value is denoted by tiny colored bands for identification. Boykin earned his first patent in 1959 for a wire precision resistor, which allowed for the designation of a precise amount of resistance for a specific purpose. This was followed by his 1961 patent for an electrical resistor that was both inexpensive and easy to produce. The advances incorporated into Boykin's resistor meant that many electronic devices, including consumer goods and military equipment, could be made more cheaply with greater reliability than provided by earlier options. His resistor was quickly incorporated into a number of products, including guided missiles and IBM computers in the United States and overseas. In addition, a version of his resistor made possible the precise regulation necessary for the success of the pacemaker, which has helped to save and lengthen the lives of thousands of men and women around the world. So there you have it, a few fun facts about Otis Boykin. Very good. So that's it for today. Thanks everyone for listening. And we will be back again with another cutting edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.